by any chance work with clients who have like chronic pain or chronic inflammation? I would say all of them. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's, there's things that just, and it it depends on what you're doing, um, you know, in your daily life too, because there's Mm -hmm. a thing that is very common is repetitive use injuries. Mm. And that can be something that you're doing repetitively or that you're being stagnant repetitively. So either, yeah, either, or it, it just, the simplicity is it just sets in your muscle memory and you need to do things to counteract that. So, you know, if you spend your whole day hunched over a computer, that's just part of it. Then you're hunched forward chopping vegetables, you're hunched forward over the steering wheel, you're hunched forward over your smartphone, you're leaning down towards the kids, like it builds up. And so what tends to happen is the muscles in the front of your body, like your chest, your Mm -hmm. front of your arms, they shorten. And they get... They start staying in that pulled forward direction. Mm -hmm. So then they start pulling your neck and shoulders at the back too much forward. So they're overstretched. Okay. That's why it feels really good when we dig into your back, but then it feels like, oh my God, what are you doing when you dig? Exactly. We're about to have a fight. (laughs) Yeah. Cause those need to be, those are shortened and they need to be lengthened. And the ones in the back, they're already over lengthened. So it just feels good to, to dig in. So much. It's aming that we've been left with so much responsibility. Yeah. So another thing. Another thing that's I like to recommend is like the really big exercise balls, or you can start with a smaller one, but okay. bend over backwards on it. So mm. it's like a, a supported bridge pose. Yes. Yeah, and that, that will sounds good. Yeah, mm-hmm. to give your body something else to remember. Yeah, foam rollers yeah. are and really open good. Open the heart. Just open your Ex- heart. Your, uh, you know, just open that area up. I actually have something on my menu that's called the chest opener. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because that area, that front area, like mm-hmm. from like the pecs on down to like the hip bones are extremely neglected, but they mm. are extremely crucial. Like that's where your muscles are shortened. Your muscles mm. are shortened in the abdominal area that will affect your low back. Okay. Um, up top will affect. Yeah. So it's, it's often there's a source and there's a symptom. Yeah. And you, you have to be careful not to focus so much on your on symptoms. The sore, on the symptoms. Yeah. That okay. you don't, that you miss um, giving your source any attention. I know I was having pain kind of like in my groin area, but come to find out it was actually my shoulder. So if you can imagine putting like a onesie on that's too small. and as you would be hunched over Mm -hmm. it was because my shoulders were so tight it wouldn't release what was in my groin area yes and I was getting ready to think like I was like I'm sure I have to have surgery (laughs) like this pain is excruciating and it took me like I'm gonna say like three months to break that fascia in my groin groin area. And I did it with um, Robert Bustani, my yoga teacher. And he just was like, you just have to keep working it. And so then I realized my hamstrings were tight because my quads were weak. It was just all type of yeah. stuff going on. And I was like, what the is quads happening? quads can be shortened a lot too. Yeah. Like they, they often, and they're so bunched together, they bunched. don't feel like quads, plural. <laughs> they feel like quad. Or quad. But once you yeah. start getting accustomed to like breaking it yourself, it actually feels so good. It, it's And it's the consistency. 
is the mm-hmm. consistency. I highly recommend getting comfortable with a, a foam roller mm. um, and a lacrosse ball. A lacrosse okay. ball can be your best friend and it can okay. fit in so many places. And you just, the way that I tell people to do it is kind of look at it like that pin and stretch. So you okay. can do like a trigger point where you just put your body weight into it. You just lean into it and just relax a little and until it kind of releases a little bit. But you can also put your body weight into it, pin down that muscle and then move your arm. Okay. You know, or if you put it, you know, under your glute, then slowly move your leg. So you've pinned down the muscle with your body weight mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to me digging in with my elbow and then moving you, you pin it down and then you move it and that can help. It's just like a little, it's, it's a little better than just regular stretching. And okay. often regular stretching, we think of, you know, like we have this image of like opening and mm-hmm. it's not always like that, especially with pen and stretch. So like mm-hmm. one example in like the crease of your armpit in the front, like right at the top of your pec, mm-hmm. like you can, you can stretch, you know, stretch your arm up and out and, you know, and that's, that's yeah, not bad. But if you take and stick your knuckle right in that little crease, have your arm straight up in the air and then slowly take your arm down into that knuckle. <laughs> I kind it. Yeah. It kinda, hurts. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> gripped that little, um, the little connection right there where your pec muscle yeah. comes up and, and kind of just move that around a little bit looser. And that will, you'll, you'll feel that it's, it's a pen and stretch type of move. Interesting. So um, another question I have is, do you have or can you share with us a memorable story or experience from being this master massage therapist that you are that has had a profound impact on you or your client? Uh, Okay, I was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was thinking about this one. Um, I would say one that stands out to me the most and, and disclaimer, I, I, I won't or can't take 100% like credit because there's still a little bit of room for, you know, other variables. Right. Um, and this one is totally different from what I n- normally do. Um, but it's also kind of an area that I'm kind of passionate about per work that I have had done on myself from a doula. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she's a midwife now, um, but she was teaching me, you know, scar tissue in the abdominal area and stuff like that. And so I had a client who was trying to get pregnant at one time mm. and she was, you know, struggling. And the next step was, was IVF and, mm-hmm. She really, really did not want to do that. And, you know, she was in good shape, good health. Um, and as a matter of fact, they said, you know, you know, maybe you could put on a little bit of weight. Okay. <laughs> she, she was in, in really good shape. Um, and so my, my thought process on it was she, she had had surgery probably maybe six years prior. It was, you know, in an area that could, could affect, you know, things inside and scar tissue. Yeah. And so I was wondering if maybe, you know, things were being pulled in a direction Mm -hmm. and they might be affecting um, the pathways that things need to travel for, for that. (laughs) The egg and the sperm. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, let's, it doesn't hurt to try. We'll give it, you know, I said, you have to give me minimum four weeks 
preferably six, because what we want to avoid, if that does have anything to do with it, is we want to avoid a tubal pregnancy. Okay. So she had ended up leaving for that summer, um, and she had went, like, she's from New York. They were here for her husband's work for for some years. And um, so she had gone there first and had seen her doctor, and they actually did imaging. And it showed, you know, things, uterus things pulled to one side a little bit more than the other. Okay. And so that was, you know, the work that we did. We focused on strictly in that area, scar tissue, et cetera. And so she left and traveled for the summer and ended up having to cut her travel short and went back to New York for imaging again because she had tested positive for pregnancy. Ah. So when she, when they did the imaging again, it did, it showed more center, her uterus. So I, again, I cannot say, you know, for certain, (laughs) but you know, it's nice to, to think that. And she's had two healthy babies since then. Oh, that's wonderful. I mean, I'll say this just as a, a person that does energetic work, it is highly likely that her coming to you to get the body work that she was getting, the first thing I think is that when people are open and receptive to receiving um, and there are no blockages from their practitioner, amazing things can happen. Like the body will just open up once it feels safe. So for instance, when I'm doing Reiki on people, I'll, I'll often ask them, is there something in particular that you feel like you want to focus on? Is is there something that you feel like, you know, like, is there an intention? Is there something that is on your mind? Like whatever it is in or a particular chakra. And if I can get that information and work that information during this session, then it becomes something different opposed to someone coming to me and it, it's almost like something they're checking off their list. Yeah. And it, it gives you a direction to look. Mm-hmm. And then when you get in there, you, you know, you're what you feel, your intuition. Um, like I said, I feel and I follow. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a, like a path. Uh, okay. to me. I, I find yeah. trails. That's what it is. I find trails okay. and I, I, I follow them. And that goes back to the intuitive part of intuitive massage therapy of just being able to, you know, follow what it is that's going on. Because sometimes people are so broken about, you know, definitely trying to conceive and things like that. And it's not working. Right. And you're going to your physician and they are telling you this is the next step. You can feel very desperate and vulnerable, even weak in those moments. So to have someone like you to really care for a person during that time and intuitively know what needs to happen is truly a gift. Yes. Yes. Like sometimes you can even have, uh, like when it comes to uh, the emotions, emotional side of things, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. can, I've had people have emotional releases on the table. You, you get like such as tears and yeah, you get into a spot. Um, one, I remember one time it was like in the neck, Mm. neck, shoulder area. And we were, um, one, we were having a a bit of a discussion about some, 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 a particular family member that there was some struggles with. Um, and it was a life lifetime of, of struggles. And, um, 
you know, again, I do like the, the pin and stretch. I do two different ways. One, I'll do it where I pin it and then I move it. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll do it where I pin it and I, I tell you to move it. And okay. so I was pinning apart in her neck area and told her to turn, you know, when you're straining to do something, but she mm-hmm. was so determined and she mm-hmm. kept going with it. And she, you know, there was like a vocal strain. And once that full like stretch like happened, she just burst into tears. Wow. That is. Yeah. And that then honestly, later something. she ended up um, traveling to where her person, that family member was in another country. And they have um, been working on having a, a relationship. So it's wonderful. Yeah, see, you just never know. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's uh, to me, right? That's a holistic approach to massage therapy because I've been to like massage envy and I've been to, you know, these other places and it's just like next. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like when they first came on the scene, <laughs> it doesn't feel conducive to healing mm-hmm. when it's when it's like a drive through kind of. Right. So that's, you're giving a a holistic approach to healing that I think that people who want to really dig down and release and let go would really benefit by coming to see you. So, you know, definitely. And even the environment, like for the therapist, right? therapist is, you know, overworked or, you know, not making enough or, you know, whatever the this it's, it's it's not conducive to healing either if the person trying to heal on you is struggling with some things. Is struggling, yes. So are there any misconceptions or myths about massage therapy? Because you know, sometimes I still hear people say masseuse. <laughs> well that's I mean we prefer not. <laughs> that can, can you tell us why? That can have some other you could say meanings to it, <laughs> such uh, as such as um, I don't want to use the the s word, but it can yeah, be like please. I don't want to I don't want to connect it. And <laughs> <laughs> sometimes people, you know, don't have the best of intentions when they're when they seek out a therapist. Okay, and they're they're looking for something that's not on your menu. And so they're looking for maybe a happy ending. Yeah, they're looking for for you know things that could get both of you in trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. It could be a happy ending. It could be, I mean, just. Yeah. I've heard just, stories. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I have some, like it's, it can, it can, it can be a thing. And so yeah. I think that's why therapists will kind of get a little, not all therapists, some therapists, they don't care. They, they, don't, right. they don't even think about it. They're like, eh, whatever. That's what they say. I'm not gonna worry about it, but right. it can kind of, you know, kind of scratch at your, your nerves a little bit, somebody, <laughs> you know, and then, but it also depends on intention. You, you can, right. somebody, they just really don't know. And that's just, you know, they'll introduce you as, Oh, it's my friend. Didn't she just, my, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And inside I'm like, but it's not, <laughs> right. Not you don't have yeah. To, it's not, yeah. I'm not going to stand there and correct it unless the topic right. comes up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, And then in terms of what you just spoke about, like some people have other intentions regarding their massage therapy session. And as a woman in this industry, that can be an unsafe, (laughs) unsavory place to be in. How have you been able to manage that energy? Because 
truthfully, there are people that are coming in. They're not healed. You know, yes. they're they're just going to do what they do and they're going to try what they want to try. Which is also something that I remind myself in my practice when people may do certain things, you know, I'll make the correction, but I also remind myself they're here for healing. They don't understand yet. So what does that look like for you? Um, I mean, depending on the level of, you know, what's, what's, what's happening. Like, you know, example, um, massage increases circulation. Mm. So just because male, a man might have uh, a reaction, might get mm-hmm. you know an erection, that does not mean that he is um, uh, turned on. By you. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's not, you know, I had the that biology? When the person was snoring the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly. Right. And they, you know, so it depends too. Like I call, I call them testers when I'm suspicious mm-hmm. because they're, they're doing a little bit. A little bit. Okay. To see what the response is going to be. Yeah. One time I had somebody who kept trying to pull down the the sheet just a little bit and and I would pull it back up and then he he pulled it back down. And I said, if you do that one more time, the session is over. Okay. You have to be clear. Clear boundaries. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Predators recognize prey. So you have to be clear. Yeah. And you have to have a, you know, backup situation. So if you work in an establishment, it's not necessarily as, you know, unsafe. But if you work mm-hmm. from like a home uh, mm-hmm. space, you need to have things in place just in case. Absolutely. Which brings us to where are you working from? I do work from my home healing space. <laughs> I've been over here since 2017. And where is um, over here? At Third Ward. Okay. Third Ward. Yes, I am um, in the like Alabama Hutchins kind of kind of area between. Okay. The- emancipation right in there. And, uh, yeah. So I, I, like, I remember when I first moved over here, I think it was 20, when did the Astros like six, win? I don't know. Was, I moved here in 2017, but I remember the, when the Astros won the, the world series, um, I think it was 2017 and the traffic was horrible over here. Mm. <laughs> horrible. And you used to could, you know, the street, you know, uh, in front of me is kind of, people would cut from 288 down this street and get back on further down so that they could dodge a little bit of the traffic on the Mm -hmm. freeway. Yeah. And so since then they've put in medians along the way. So you you can't, yeah, you can't can't necessarily do that. There was accidents like every week, no exaggeration at this one spot. So finally they did something. But yeah, there was the traffic was like insane. It was backed up to 288. I could see it all the way down to like the so I put my sign out. I put my little yard. <laughs> of course. And I thought I was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited because you know my marketing budget's always been kind right, of right, right, slim. Right, so right. I, <laughs> so. I got two people who called from it. And one person, wow. one person, she was sweet. The other person is not allowed back. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, yes. So I don't put that out. Balance. <laughs> yeah, I don't put that out no more because um, you know I do work from home. So right, and you don't want to attract the wrong energy. Yeah. yeah so I ultimately absolutely. decided, yeah, not to yeah. not to do that. To Since do COVID, that. it's gotten a little bit easier because um, in the midst of trying to figure out how to work safer, like the whole world is going. Uh, you know, mm, contactless. Right. And I'm like, 
but I touch people for a living. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, That's what something a, you could do on Zoom. Yeah. So I made yeah. it to where people who have um, been to me already, they can schedule online and it will have them prepay if they schedule online. If they okay. have been, t- been to me already and they don't want to prepay online, they can just text me and I'll, I'll get them scheduled. We work it out. But if they're new clients, they have to book with me first. So that Got way it. I can go through, cause I'm still pretty, pretty cautious over here. So I want to make sure that I'm the right therapist for them um, before we schedule, before they pay. So okay. we, we, we go through that and that gives me a chance to also, you know, read situations. I had a gentleman call one time and we went through all my, 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 my precautions and he was like, okay, that's fine. And, and I said, okay, you know, I'll get you booked. And then you, it, everybody pays, uh, pays online, prepays. And he says, oh, I can't do that. I, said, I, I was like, <laughs> so I have a wife. <laughs> what I'm not going to say what I said, but it was <laughs> Essentially, what that got to do with me? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I am not the therapist for you. You're looking for something that I don't offer. I just, right. Oh I'm my goodness. <laughs> what? Sometimes they're bold, and sometimes they. Just <sighs> well, I'm glad. And so that method works. It weeds the people out who are not coming to you by yes. design. <laughs> I left it. I left it in place. My okay. new clients book with me, and then uh, repeat clients have access to book online. Okay, well that's wonderful. I was yeah. glad that you're you have systems in place and processes that help protect you because working from home can you want people there definitely, but you also want to keep the boundaries intact and like yes. this is the healing yes. space, the rest is mine. <laughs> and I also have protections here as well. So I okay, have a, yeah. a few things that I can I can I'm touch sure. you with that are not <laughs> my elbow. <laughs> and then I also have a panic button. I, I, anytime I have a new male client that I don't know where he came from, right? I, I would, but it's super, super rare that I have that. Most of my male clients are because it's like seventy percent um, ladies and and thirty uh, percent males, and okay. those thirty percent males are usually related to those ladies somehow. Okay. Yeah. So there's majority of my business has been referrals. Referral. Um, yeah, that's, that's been awesome. Challenging lately, of course, but majority of it has been referrals. So I feel pretty, I feel overall, I feel pretty safe with that. That's good. Well, Jessica, I'm so glad that you made it through the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Still hanging on. Still hanging on. Things are still, you know, the body work is there. Um, You've done tremendous work and I know you will continue to be a gift and a blessing to the community. If anyone wants to check out your services, where can they find you? The best place to find like everything is um, fullcirclehealing.massagetherapy.com. And that's that's my little cute little website that I got with my insurance. <laughs> and, and that's where you can, you can see, every, you can get to my Instagram there. You can get to my okay. Facebook. Um, massage book is where you want to go to book if you're already in the system. So you can also, yeah, you click on the little book now button and it'll take you over to massage book. And that's, that's the best place to see like the, the pricing and the services and whatnot. And all of my contact is on there. So that's the simplest place to go to and find everything. You can find reviews on massage book and on Yelp as well. Okay. 
Awesome. And is there anything you want to tell the people before we go? No, I also do fur baby care. If you happen to uh, need, okay. <laughs> need a doggy walker or a, you know, care, care okay. for travel. Fur baby care. Okay. Yeah. So she's also a fur baby caregiver. Yeah. Would that yes. be? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you need that. Find just- me on Rover, oh. but you can, um, and I reviews there, but you can also reach me directly and, and okay. Yeah, that's my and so opinion. that's what rover.com? Yes, yeah. Yeah, and you okay. just type in rover. It's really it's a big big website. And then you type in Jessica Davis. Yeah, it should be cuz you're going to be looking by area. Okay, well, yeah. awesome. Several streams of income. Get it how you can. Is there anything that you want to share with people regarding their bodies? I would say hydrate. Hydrate, oh. hydrate. Mm-hmm. And um get if you don't see me, see somebody. Mm-hmm. Get some, you know, some kind of maintenance going. You know, whether it's with a therapist, whether it's you know with what you do at home. Um, I, you know, massage off top. I am a client as well, so I don't just recommend it because I'm a therapist. Um, and movement, movement is king. If you want okay. to always be able to move, keep moving. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here, Jessica. I enjoyed having you here as my guest. And everyone, thank you for being a part of the Microdosing Podcast. I am your host, Alicia. And until we speak again, peace and progress. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely.